Welcome to the Admin Explains, where high school administrator Tucker Brown breaks down the issues in public school and helps teachers by offering tips, tricks, and advice. If you want to grow as an educator and to have a laugh or two, you're in the right place. Welcome back to another episode of The Admin Explains, where I, Tucker Brown, am going to take you on that little journey through education and, you know, some good things and bad things that are going on and see if we can't figure out how to fix it, how to help people and, you know, get some advice and maybe have a chance to vent a little bit about some things that maybe that are out of our control. Um, But I think for episode two, what I wanted to start with was the behavior side of classrooms and I think that's where a lot of teachers are struggling right now a lot of administrators are struggling as well myself included I've had a ton of kids coming to me with drama and fighting and this that and the other and it's it's overwhelming the amount of referrals that that I've been getting you know so one thing I thought and that's like me going into administrative position is you know I, I can sit and complain or I can do something about it, you know, which has got me into the seat that I'm in is as a dean of students at Warren County High School. So the next step is I can sit here and complain about the kids' behaviors, or I can try and be proactive and work with my staff, work with my teachers to try and get them more equipped to work with some of the student problems that we have, whether it's academic, behavioral, or, or whatever it is, you know, the, the Issues are issues, you know, um, you know, like, like disruptive behaviors are defined as any behavior that interferes with the student's learning or the learning of others in a school setting. That That's a disruptive behavior. And that comes from the Virginia Department of Education, the VDOE. Now, there may be other definitions out there, um, but that comes from a little mini series that I've been kind of doing some hands-on training with my staff you know not like a mandatory thing but hey look if you're struggling come on we're going to meet and we're going to talk about some uncomfortable potentially things you know it, there may be situations where you're going to have to look in the mirror and say am i doing what's best or am i just kind of coasting by and and getting through you know let's let's bust it open nobody's in trouble you know i'm not sitting here trying to play gotcha but you know are we doing the best that we can do you know, so um, there's eight modules in this um, diffusing disruptive behaviors uh, program that I'm doing with, with the teachers. And the first one is very, very simple. You know, it, it's basically the introduction to the escalation cycle and baseline phase. Um, you know, and it really emphasizes the importance of relationships and classroom strategies. You know, how 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 sound are your transitions? How how you know, are you meeting kids at the door using their name? You know, I mean, how many times does a kid have to not hear their name? You know, when was the last time somebody used their name, you know, in a respectful manner and, you know, not because they're in trouble, you know, uh, you know, what can we fix during this, this baseline phase? And the thing to understand with the baseline phase is the kid has what's called a learning brain it means all the neural activity is in the front of their brain, their prefrontal cortex, and they are ready to learn. And this is where I want to sit down with some teachers and talk to them about because when when the brain is in this mode, 
they are saying, hey, look, we're ready to absorb that knowledge that you have. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. But once they start to get a little antsy, get a little triggered, lack of a better word, you know, then then that the neural activity starts to go more toward like the spinal cord area. And that's known as the survival brain. You know, now the brain is starting to pump different chemicals like adrenaline and cortisol. You know, it, it, it's that fight or flight and kids can't learn in that brain. You know, so picking and choosing, you know, battles that you have with kids, it's super important. It's super important to understand and, and to understand that, hey, look, when this kid's in this elevated state, I can't teach them like this. You know, so it's it's understanding that escalation cycle, you know, the the baseline, the trigger, the escalation, the crisis, the de-escalation, the post-crisis, you know, all those things come into play. And and you're not going to reach a kid if you're constantly having these power struggles, you know, where where you're arguing back and you're getting mad. And and the thing that makes me laugh is, is during these and which gets teachers fired up is when they ask kids super appropriate questions, you know, like little Johnny, can you sit down? And little Johnny says, no. And they get mad at, at that response, which is appropriate, you know, completely appropriate response. If you ask a kid a yes or no question, you know, one of the answers is no. And it's more along the lines of you getting your feelings hurt. You know, so it's it's, it's eliminating little things like this, you know, the the yes or no mentalities and, and, and really understanding what type of brain a kid has. And, and really when they're in that learning brain, that's when we want to hammer home the relationship building. You know, a kid is not going to care to know what you know unless they know that you care. Uh, everybody knows that quote. Um, very famous quote. You know, really, it, it's it's hard to break down. You know, it, it's you know, behavior is is a tough thing to talk about. You know, but truly, the the first thing that should be focusing on are is that establishing the positive relationship, you know, that's the goal. Um, and then it comes into making sure that are you using evidence-based practices in your classroom? Are your transitions strong? You know, some of the things we, we mentioned earlier, um, you know, when, when, in, when you're, when you're developing those relationships, it's very simple that that's sometimes we <laughs> forget about is all we have to simply do sometimes is, you know, using a positive attitude on your end, you know, you know, make the student believe, you know, that everyone is somebody important, you know, in, in, in a cultural sense, in a diversity sense, you know, that, that, that they're an asset, you know, and then that those, you know, there's so many kids that need, you know, that don't have a sense of belonging. They, they, they truly don't have that. And, you know, the teacher is somebody who can give a kid that feeling of belonging, you know, some things that you can do, you know, greeting students at the door, using their first name. Very rarely do I think kids have that. Um, being honest and respectful, you know, as a teacher, admitting your mistakes, God, that goes a, far, a long ways. Man, you know, kids love it. Not the fact that you're making a mistake, but they love the fact that you're apologizing, admitting you make mistakes. You know, showing the kids that, that you're a human being and you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um you know, having a voice in their environment, you know, giving a student the opportunity to come up with, with the expectations. And I don't like the term rules per se, you know, um, I, I like for kids to understand that these are things that I expect of them and not necessarily have that dictatorship mentality. Um, you know, it's, it, it, there, there, there are things that, 
you know, I expect, I, I guess is a simple way to put it, you know, interacting with the kids, that, that's huge. You know, I'm not saying everybody has to have that goofy joking around mentality. I used it. I like to have fun with the kids, even now as an admin. I mean, there's kids that I, you know, we're doing handshakes and, and having fun in the hallway, but also having them understand that, hey, look, you know, at some point you're going to do what you got to do. And just understand, I got to do what I got to do. It's my job, you know. There, there is a consequences for certain behaviors, um, you know. But and and but giving kids somebody to go to that they can enjoy being around. Um, positive body language. There's so many teachers I see walking in the hallways, you know, at my current school, at former schools, you know, just being in education itself. And I'm sure you can visualize these people that you see that that just look miserable and kids are smart they're resilient they understand if you want to be there you know they understand if you don't give a damn about them they're they're smart it doesn't even matter which age group kids understand that kind of thing you know and and as a teacher as a as a member in a in a public education building you got to be an actor you know yes you're going to have a bad day but you got to act you got you got to make them believe every day that that you're on top of your game you know and that that they know that you care that that that's got to be the number one priority. You know, there there's so many strategies we can go over, and and the one thing that hammered down with that was in this first module was simply um, understand like, getting across to the kids that that relationship building is is your priority, and there's nothing wrong with taking a step back. And apologizing and saying, "Look, beginning of the year, a couple weeks in, my bad, guys. <laughs> like I screwed up. I could have done better. I could have done a lot better, you know. And then just starting over. There, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. It's, um, you know, going into some more specific strategies that you could do. Um, a two by ten. That that's something I've currently am working on right now with with a couple groups of students." And a two by ten is nothing more than bringing in a kid and you know sitting down with the student for two minutes for ten consecutive days. That that's something that's very simple. I'm doing it right now, and I'm seeing progress. The kids the kids are looking forward to doing it. I got one kid we're sitting down. We just talk basketball. You know, I'm not the biggest NBA guy. You know, I love sports, but you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll chop it up with him and talk basketball all he wants. And and he's looking forward to these meetings and interactions. And what do you know, when I see him in the hallway, what do we talk about? Basketball. You know, now the kid's having a good day. He's building that relationship with somebody. And one thing you can do is simply, if it's working, you can just end it. If it, if, it, if you feel like you've gotten to a point where you're, you're capable of doing that, you can reevaluate. You can say, hey, am I the right person for this? Is there somebody else this kid connects with? And, and if there is, find that person and, and have them do it, you know, is – the two minutes long enough do you need five minutes do you need more days and you can adjust that all you want making sure your classrooms arranged in a manner that that's given off visual prompts and um you know giving yourself that active supervision of being able to walk around and and you know monitor what's going on and 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 really you know narrow down those expectations because you should always be going over classroom expectations on a regular basis. You know, the kids should never get a break from understanding what the expectations are of them. And, you know, that way when when something happens, you can say, look, you know, if if, if you didn't understand, we can go over it. But since we did understand, that means 
you, you don't care, you know. One one of my favorite lines to talk to a kid about, and I did it as a teacher, and every time we talk about something, it was, look, we got two options. Option one is you didn't understand what we were talking about, which that's okay because I'm here to help you. Or option two is you understood, but you simply don't care. And I would just ask the kid, which one is it? Did you not understand or did you not care? And their heads would always just drop down. You know, like I did understand but look, I do care, and I you know, look. You, I, I get what you're saying, but it sounds to me like you just didn't care. How can I make you care? You know, so that was that was one that I would use quite a bit, and be, feel free to take that one. And one thing that that talking to my staff that was really hard to get across was, you know, the when going over these behavioral modules is is the amount of positives versus negatives or corrective responses to a student you know typically to a to a student we should live in that five to one kind of ratio giving a kid five positives to one corrective um, statement but then we got to imagine a kid with trauma you know a kid who's one of those tier three behaviors that 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 struggle those kids need 10 10 positives so that means we got to ask teachers every day to find 10 good things in a kid before we correct one thing these kids need to hear some positivity you know there there's kids in the county i work in that they go home hungry they go home to parents who don't give a damn about them and could care less you know and and that's our goal our goal is to make each kid feel like they belong you know and there's not one kid at this school that doesn't belong it's just we got to make sure that they're aware of it. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to go on too long about this, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, I got a chance to talk about the behavioral side. And this is going to be a, two, a multiple part um, episode. Uh, there's be This is part one. There will be part two coming out. And I'm just going to kind of go over some of the things that I'm going over with, with my staff and, and understanding that behaviors happen and behaviors are tough. It's a, it's a weird time we're teaching in. It's a weird time to be in education. But just remember, you got this. You can do it. Um, we just all need some support. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I hope you all can come back next time and check out the next part of this. But I'll see you then.